I'm Jake. And I'm John. And this is Canine Critique. Welcome back to Canine Critique. Number 50. Episode 50. Yeah, check it out. This is our 50th episode, John. Can you believe it? 50 times of us just sitting around chatting it up, dude. I've never done 50 of anything in my entire life. Yeah? Except lived days. Yeah, I guess you're right. And weeks, I guess. And seconds and just time, I guess. Wow. 50 whole episodes. That's, we're almost at like, yeah, we've, never mind, we're not almost, we passed it. We're, if we listen to every single one of our episodes, it's like two days worth of of us just talking about dog movies. Yeah. Like straight. It? Two days straight. We have surpassed watching all the Marvel movies in order ages ago. Wow. We surpassed watching those with the extended edition of Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter movies. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Just using... 50 hours? Yeah, start start spitballing. All the Harry Potters are like 24 hours. No way. It's like Eight 23. Movies. It's like, well, if you choose like to do bathroom breaks and stuff, it's like in, in getting food, it's like 23 hours. Yeah, well, how long does it take to watch all the Harry Potter movies? <laughs> There's like... It's 21 hours and 52 minutes. That's a lot. Holy crap. So I guess maybe I was wrong. Anyway, how's your week been? Good, I guess. <laughs> yeah? It was really somber all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. You're just, just texting. You're typing. I'm just like typing and I was like, <clears throat> this is great. Uh, accessing. What? No, I don't, don't want to. Enter this web. Oh. What are you looking for? I just went to go click on a thing. I'm just looking up uh, how long it takes to watch all of it. It's two days, two hours, and three minutes. Where if for this podcast, you could either binge this entire podcast, right? Or hear me out, watch every single Marvel movie. That's the that's like our time right now. Exactly. Oh, you could do that or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd watch the Marvel movies for sure. <laughs> Yeah, like we're th- this is the episode that, that that I'm not kidding. Two days, two hours. That's fifty hours. Freaking heck, too much, too much talk about dog movies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're if you if you're binging these, and you got to this episode just now, like I guess good for you. But I mean, you you just know you could have watched the entire Marvel Cinematic universe yeah and if you've never seen it that's a waste of time i mean and i'm talking iron man through spider-man far from home holy crap that includes the incredible hulk by the way good holy crap dude i just did that a couple weeks ago i already said that on the podcast we're like we're like super low energy I don't know. I, I have nothing to say about what you're saying. Well, frick. I'm sorry. Should, I, should we restart? We don't have to restart. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to leave okay. this I'll in. bring it back. I have been mellow today. Mellow jello? Yellow fellow? See, I'm not doing so good at bringing the energy in. 
Gosh, that's your attempt. You're like, that's my attempt. Hmm, priming. My little brother has a lighter that's like electric. I was like, maybe if I took that and like hit my finger with it, maybe it'd zap me away. A lighter? Yeah, like one of those lighters with like a crosshair, like like uh, in between the engines on a pod race. The oh, okay. I could have just said like a lightning bolt, but instead I said that. Okay. Okay. I would that no that your pod racing now like that that gave me the correct picture I needed mm-hmm. almost like a stun gun yeah you don't want to like stick put your tongue in that obviously <laughs> that'd be you're, rough you'd be a fool and whoever was writing the movie would be a fool to put you in it oh oh hey don't don't hate the actor I don't hate that guy I know that guy's good in that role with what he's given trash character trash well you know what we have the gungans now. Okay, yeah, and if it weren't for them. the Gungans, hear me out. If it were if it weren't for the Gungans, we wouldn't have had that ripoff scene from Infinity War with the shield. You're right. It could have been original. It could have <laughs> could have been original, but no. But they ripped it off. I don't think that was a perfect ripoff. off. I ha- I'm working on an essay that is uh, all the ways the Marvel Cinematic Universe ripped off Star Wars. That would imply that it was like it was purposeful ripping off well it, it could have been purposeful but it's also like i prefer i prefer you don't think as, star I don't, wars was i don't the get f- it very much no 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 hear you me think out. star wars was the first to do a bubble shield uh the way the battle was set up i don't know I, it, it, you, gotta, you gotta show me something else you know i don't know the bubble shield you know the way they're protecting the sure indigenous Sumanians. people of that land were protecting them with the, their the people who listen to this are probably like this novel in the 80s this philip k dick novel in well the then 80s. do it listener at me dude at me all I'm telling you is whether or not Star Wars did it first and you're saying someone else did it first like potentially Marvel wasn't original nothing is original I know and I I just based off of comic books I prefer originality I just wish gosh I wish I wish things were more original nowadays let me tell you I hate I hate uh, reboots I hate Star Wars reboots and like most of what Disney's doing right now by that same logic. Most of what they're doing right now? Just what Disney's doing right now. Like uh, the just, live action just reboots? reboots of everything and sequels of everything. Live actions and sequels. And adaptations of everything. But the Disney, the princess movies, I guess those are adaptations of myths, but I, I think it's a little like the, talking mm-hmm. like the original animated stuff, a lot more like Pixar and them, they, they do good original content for the most part. Yeah. But then don't get me Frozen 2. Oh, it's weird that like we live in a world where we can't just be satisfied with like the hour and a half of what was given us. I was satisfied with the first Frozen, barely. Uh, most of the people wanted a second one. That's why it did better than the first, box office wise. I don't know why. Like I didn't want a second one. I wanted a second Tangle. You know who wanted a second one? Every little girl in the world wanted a second Frozen 2. It's been like seven years since the first Frozen. First Frozen was what? 2013? Like 2013? And it came out last year? 2019? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, six about years. Six years. Yeah. Those little girls grew up. They started yeah. liking brats. <laughs> but here's the thing. Imagine this little girl. She's like eight or nine. She watches it, right? Six years later. Okay. Oh, she's. She goes on a date. Throws her back, man. Someone's taking her on a date in high school and she's bawling her eyes out in the theater and the boy has no idea what to do. 
Thanks, Frozen. Thanks, Frozen. <laughs> I, I I went on a date to see Frozen the first time. Same. It was a good time. Well, I enjoyed Frozen. That was my first, like, not double date. That was the first movie I went to. I think the only one that I can think in my in my brain, ready, that I ever sat in front of the handicapped seats at the theater. Wow. I was, like, up in that section because it was impossible to get a ticket for this movie. Yeah. And I was like, everybody's doing this. In Heber, no one goes to those theaters, so. Really? Yeah. I, it definitely wasn't full. The fullest I've seen that theater was Avengers. Really? That was that was probably the best cinematic experience I've had of just going to see it. Avengers, like, 2011? Yeah. 20, yeah. I, I don't think it's the best Marvel movie, but I that was the best theater-going experience yeah. I've ever had. Like, everybody I knew was in the theater yeah. with me. And you're like, what's up? What's up? Like, what's good? Yo, yo, yo. And it's like, yo. There was cheering. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever seen that. Like, in the movie like theater? Thor shows up on the roof of the thing, and everyone's like, what? all the girls are like, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain America shows up, and the girls are like, woo. So that Nick was- Fury does something cool, and I'm the only one that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get him, get him. Wow, There's dude. a point where you just like... He does something no normal human could do, where he just like, I don't know, where he just like punches two dudes, grabs their machine gun, like hits him with the butt of the gun, uh-huh. and starts like shooting people. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no one's cheering for that, but I- I'd like to see anyone in this theater do that. <laughs> like with, combat with veteran, one eye. Combat veteran stands up behind you, shakes his head. Like he's got, he's got no eyes. He's got no he's eyes. Just, like, Kenji. Yeah. He like senses everything. He's like, you don't know what I've been through, son. You're like, well, you're not Nick freaking Fury. You're not black. You just own it. <laughs> he starts throwing he his popcorn be. at you, but since he's blind in both eyes, it hits the person next to you. You can't even do that right. Wow. Sorry, I just was really dipping into this. I, I have a few movie-going experiences that I just love in my heart. Yeah. One of them, very recently, my entire family went to the Megaplex, all of us, and we watched Jurassic Park. That's cool. And it was like Megaplex had a deal that was, it was before they reopened the theaters. Like they reopened them. This is like stage one. Mm-hmm. And we all pitched in. It was like 400 bucks to rent out the whole theater. And we got the IMAX experience in the luxury seats. Just the 20 of us. Uh, Cinemark's doing that. I don't know if they're, I didn't see a list to pick from, but it just said of your choice. I'm like, oh. does that mean I can pick anything? It's like bring a DVD. I want to see Scott Pilgrim on the big screen. <laughs> of all the movies... You, you're choosing... It's probably my top 20 movies. I love Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. I love it a lot. I I enjoyed that movie, but I felt like it was a little long. A little too long for me. It's long. The things that get you about movies, they puzzle me. I like... I didn't, I didn't like how long it was. And it, I think... Here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm realizing, hey, this movie's kind of long, I think that's what makes it bad to me. That when I say the movie's too long it's because it's not entertaining enough because I just want it to be over wow that's how I've thought over every single Disney movie I've watched in the past three years hey you know what that's okay you know if that's how you feel about it that's how I feel about it that's how you feel about it but that's how I feel about Scott Pilgrim there's a couple scenes I like I'd probably go and be like Toy Story 4 wasn't like that that. Toy Story 4 is pretty good I just was like on board the whole time but like ah man Another movie going experience I really enjoyed was me and my little brother. Well, all my brothers were there. When we went to watch Rogue One, we got some tickets out in the back. 
And that sounds sketchy. No, not in the back. It was at the IMAX in Salt Lake. Okay. And, oh, man, like, some family friend just, like, gave us all these tickets, and he gave us enough for all of my brothers and my dad to go, and we were just, I was so hyped, dude. And the movie was great, loved it, and then that Darth Vader scene, I've never freaked out more in a movie theater in my life. It's pretty damn good. And I remember, like, me and Michael were just, like, going nuts like we were dabbing we were screaming we were like fist pumping like I, I remember soaking in every second of that scene and we're just like all over each other and then when it was done I realized we were we had we were standing up we had stood up in the theater freaking out so much it wow. was it was exhilarating dude I would have been so mad if I was standing yeah, anywhere near you I don't think there was anybody I, I mean maybe there probably was some people behind us but they probably stood up too out of convenience to see the screen but also, you know, the people behind us were kind of annoying. They were the, uh, it's a long story. But if you're listening, person behind me in that theater. Oh, yeah. I think we might surprised have, I think that, you uh, might have talked about it on the, on the podcast, how you missed the beginning because they were yeah. idiots. Mm-hmm. I missed, I missed, I missed, not the beginning of the part where they're first on yeah. Jeddah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's, that's one. A couple but, episodes. Ago. I think that's my favorite, very favorite moment in the theater. I, I went and saw Godzilla. 2014 with Elijah David Webb and well I was like hey, this will be interesting and he like watched Breaking Bad a bunch so he was like excited for Brian Cranston and then Brian Cranston gets killed like yeah 10 minutes in and he was like Ugh. but then like the last 10 minutes just redeems everything about that movie honestly I would never watch the full thing again but I've gone to that just YouTube skip clip. it just skip to no, the end just yeah. go to the YouTube all Godzilla scenes yeah that was something magical i like we could not we were just like laughing with pure glee at that dude godzilla when he like opens the jaw of that creature and and just freaking laser beams down into its throat and you like watch that light like oh my gosh you're just let's go and i got that same hyped feeling in the new one where he's like radioactive boy like with every step he takes it's like When he's out to go kill Ghidorah, you were there. You I wasn't saw that, that together. Yeah, I didn't time. care as much for it, but yeah, well, but we got to see a little bit more monster fights. I mean, for the two seconds before a plane got in our way, or a car, yeah. or a <laughs> one of the worst cinema experiences I ever had was my friend paid for me and Elijah David Webb to go see Transformers Four: Age of Extinction with him, and about twenty minutes in, I'm like, this is a mistake. I hate this so much. But he paid for me, and I cannot walk out right now. Yeah. So I sat through all two and a half, maybe. I think it might be almost three hours. It's like a two-hour, 45-minute movie of just (laughs) mind-numbing metal crashing into each other with idiotic human characters. And there's that pointless scene where that guy produces some legal... Like, legal documentation about why he can have sex with this underage girl. Yeah. I'm like, who is this for, Michael Bay? Did you have a bet? Did you have to prove something to the someone? The Romeo and Juliet clause of the mihoi mihoi. And I'm like, why is this in the movie? Mm-hmm. But what I did like about that is it wasn't Shia LaBeouf anymore. And it wasn't Megan Fox. It was Irish LaBeouf and Katara. Oh, no. I'm talking Avatar. about, wasn't it Matthew McConaughey? No, not Matthew No, that McConaughey. was Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg also sucks in that movie. Well, he, at least it was He's Mark Wahlberg. He's just a scream. Man, <laughs> so dumb. 
Okay. I never saw the fifth one. Bumblebee was good though. Another another. Uh, I mean, Endgame was just wow. That was a that was an experience. I went alone. Hold that in my, close to my heart. I ran really? into a guy though from high school who like kind of got me into comics. So that was kind of poetic. Like I didn't read comics. So I met you, and I haven't seen you since like high school. And you're just in the theater that I'm in watching this movie. Yeah. What's so that reminds me when I. There, like my oldest brother Russ has a friend named Chris. Pretty sure it's Chris, or his twin. One, Chris or Jace, one of the two. They were all like all of like the big movie releases. It's happened where I've sat next to him, or like right across the aisle from him, like four or five times. Wow! Like we're at the theater and I'm getting popcorn and I'm like. Fancy running into you here. And then it's like the next time, like the next big release, like The Last Jedi, I'm like, dude. And he, he's like, what? And we find out we're right next to each other. And it's just happened every time. He was there. <laughs> man, what a crazy time. Yeah. Movies, man. I'm trying That's, to think of other great experiences. What, what are you going to do for Mulan, dude? $30 on Disney Plus. Uh, I'll just go to your place when you watch it. Hmm, maybe I won't let you. <laughs> you don't right. have to. You're, you're right. I wouldn't if. A friend wasn't doing it. It's like one thirty dollar payment. And here's the thing: I think that's kind of lame. It's it's. Is it just gonna eventually come out on Disney Plus for free later? I, I think it'll be paid for probably six to eight months. I just why wait? <laughs> or no, why, why not, not wait? wait? Well, it was supposed to come out in March. That's fine, and that's okay if you want to wait for it. But I. The way I see it is, it's like it's it's kind of a, a medium. It's like in the middle between. But then you own you release, own it on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. But then if you get rid of Disney Plus, you just lose thirty bucks. Well, you also lost every other eight dollar a month that you paid. That's true, but you paid thirty dollars to own a movie on an app you're already paying eight dollars a month for. Yeah, but will Mulan be worth watching again? That is that is a quandary. Too. So that's why we're all getting together and having a Disney Plus watch at my parents when it comes out. Invite me or don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't really care. Mom, when you're listening to this, let me know if I can invite John. She if listens. If it's a family thing, that's fine. I don't. I don't care. We'll see what happens. She's we like, always need somebody to take our picture. That's true. That's why I show up. That's <laughs> why I'm invited. What was I gonna say? This last theater one time. We went to go see Man of Steel because we heard the tickets were free. It was like an early screening, like a press screening almost. You oh. could go to Walmart and get free tickets. Yeah. But we just showed up and they're like, oh, you need to go to Walmart and get the tickets. But it was too late. So we just like walked out of the theater. And just people with the right amount of tickets were like, hey, we actually aren't seeing this at this time. You can have our tickets. So we're like, okay. So we just went in, saw Man of Steel. Zack Snyder talked to me. This was my first interaction with him. He was on the screen like... This is Superman, and he's he's back. And don't spoil it for people. And yeah, he's not my favorite director at all. Anyways, and then I watched the movie, and I was pretty underwhelmed. I had a lot, I had a lot of like hype going in. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like the Dark Knight, but Superman. And then as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is doesn't feel as serious or important at all as those movies. And I don't know why, because it's dark and gritty like those movies and then i left like that was good eli was like i went and saw movies with eli much he was like that was the greatest movie of all time he's kind of changed his tune because it's not (laughs) it's okay i like man of steel for the most part 
But I saw it for free. Well, that's not how it was bad. okay. One of my friends in high school got us all tickets to go see Catching Fire, like in a private screening like that. Oh, yeah? It was like, they were like giving out awards and crap. One of our friend like won a t-shirt just randomly. They just like picked their seat number and that was a good time. We got like private passes. Wow. Good old Catching Fire. Good old Catching Fire. I had to read that book so I could watch the movie and understand what was going on. I'm kind of disappointed because... It was like pretty spot on with what I liked in the book. I think I've said that before. Hunger Games and Catching Fire were everything accurate about the books that I liked. So, but not, it was disappointing. No, Mockingjay was disappointing. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I can't complain about the other first two. I think the second one's the best movie. It's pretty good. It is pretty good, and I like that it's just yeah, you know, man, they, they should have just I don't know. I didn't feel like they were really setting any stones for the third one until, like, the last act of the second book. It's typically how it goes, I think. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I knew that, I knew the end of Catching Fire reading the book. So I did, I did remember seeing plenty of little Easter eggs for the, for what was going to happen. For the third? Yeah. I guess I was mainly disappointed, because from book one to book three, there's not really a good bridge there's not any like don't know what you're saying like I don't understand what you're saying I understand what you're saying Hi, I, I I'm it. stuck at the Hunger Games and I I'm shoot squirrels in the woods I'm going to the Hunger Games and so was Bread Boy book two well how do we get her back to the Hunger Games I know let's just make it a Hunger Games again and have our two main characters go back to the Hunger Games I didn't like that but we did anyway I don't know, that, that's something that bugs me a lot in books. You know, like, contrivances? Uh, is that what the word is? Like, if it's contrived, like, it feels like... Yeah. It feels like it was forced. Um, the Goblet of Fire, that, that, that's what does it for me. God, here's the thing, that's my Just favorite... Just don't let him compete! Like, <laughs> why does he have to? That is my favorite Harry Potter movie. I love it so when much. It gets it, dark. It, it's fun. It's when acting happens. It, it's, it's, it's fun. You get some good villain. It's all gamey. It, like... They're actually at Hogwarts for this one. They're at Hogwarts in the first, second, and third one. Yeah, but they're doing more Hogwarts-related things. It feels like a really. It feels like we're at school. Not like I'm at school doing homework, but I feel like it feels like the school's involved okay. more in this. Because I mean, the first one he just sneaks down and plays chess, and the second one he just sneaks down there's and plenty, fights a snake. There's plenty of stuff of school in both those. And I forgot. I I totally forgot about what happens in the third one. That's they're the really, one with the uh, the time travel. Yeah, it's just hanging around the third one is but the fourth one man like people are hyping up Harry throughout the school people are hating on him freaking Fred and George Weasley are homies they're always homies that's a good one I like the fifth one I really like I like the sixth one because it feels like kind of a student like there's a lot of just school drama in the sixth one that I like yeah just a lot of like clubs a lot of like clicks I think that's that's not half bad and then it gets really dark at the end I yeah. think the seventh movie is the best movie as far like, as a movie Dick is. Dick the Huddles Part 1? Yeah. Interesting. It's so, I think it it really sets up that last movie really well. Yeah. It's very serious. There's a lot of really good moments. The acting is the best, I think, in that movie. I think as a movie, as far as script and pacing goes, I think it's the most well done of the seven. It's not my favorite, <laughs> though. I think six is my favorite still. Yeah. Not half bad. I was going to... 
the reason I brought up Goblet of Fire, and then we can talk about our dog stuff, because this is a dog podcast. It's episode 50, though. I don't um, care. I'm celebrating. <laughs> yeah, we're celebrating by, by not, doing whatever by I doing want to do. crap we want. This is a hint toward our next podcast, where it'll be a lot more structured, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens, even if the next one even shows up or not. <laughs> Give us another year or two. Yeah. Anyway. How long was it before the Goblet of Fire? Like, how how many years in between the Triwizard Tournament? I don't know. Is it like every hundred years? Yeah. It might be like every hundred years. And that's that's what gets me. The the Hunger Games one was like, what, 75 years? It was like a 75th year anniversary or something like that? Every, every 25 years, they do something crazy special. Okay, yeah. I guess that makes... That, that, that works out for me. That checks out. But also, I feel like they didn't make that up until... You know, I don't know. I don't think Let's it really matters. How long between try wizard tournament? Five years? I could have sworn it was every seventy-five. This is okay then. I, I'm I okay with this. Thought it was a really long while. I thought it was a long time. I, where was I, it? In, where I, I was it? Like in book? Oh, so I guess it happened the year before Harry got there. It yeah. happened. I, like honestly. Like now, I'm not so disappointed about it. Literally, I should just read the books. If I just read the books, I wouldn't have these stupid I don't, questions. I don't even remember. I think it's dumb that they're like, "Oh, we can't let him not compete." I'm like, first off, why can't you let him not compete? Was there a, was there like a contract signed? Was he cursed? I don't yeah. know. Also, all Harry has to do walk out, walk back into the tent. You lose. He doesn't have to win. Do you want? That's a good point. He doesn't have to win. He just has to also, survive. Just disqualify yourself. I solved our problem, John. Also, why why are they stealing his friends and just letting him drown at the bottom of the lake? They didn't sign up for this. They didn't put their name in to get drowned. Kids are dying. Kids are dying in there. And then the third challenge is just a spooky maze. It's like the least high six. The, you end with the dragon one. That's the funnest to watch. <laughs> if not, you're just watching a lake or watching a maze at nighttime. Yeah, how, in the crap, how in the world do you have an audience? I think it's so dumb, but they I all, like it. They all jump in and then it's like... We'll just sit here for two hours <laughs> waving our flags. I like how when Cedric, oh, dead Cedric shows up though, it's all like, well, party, but nobody knows that like a kid just died. It's like, yeah. it gets so serious so fast. It's a good book. I like all those movies. I just think there's a lot of stupid things in them like that. But real quick, this will be our tie back into the topic of our podcast. Okay. I know where J.K. Rowling got the idea of Harry Potter being able to play for the Triwizard Tournament. How? Airbud. What? <laughs> Airbud. In Airbud, dude, they go through the rule book and they're like, well, oh, it doesn't a say ball. a dog can't play. That Air, Harry Potter is an Airbud ripoff. Case closed. Don't you got someone to put your name in the gun of fire, Harry? Don't you got someone to put your name in the fire? We've you've you've never done anything bad in the past. Why would you do it now? <laughs> We just assumed it about you. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm riffing on something. something the Weekly Planet said that with those words, but uh, it's true. Everyone just like, they give Harry, no one believes him ever, even though he's never been wrong. You think by book seven, they'd be like, but oh yeah. Let, here I, I am reading through the Harry Potter it's books. It's like Mission Impossible. I'm They're only halfway like, through the first one, right? 
And yeah. I have been halfway through the first one for like. Well, you months. wouldn't believe a freshman a lot of the time. But here's what here's what's interesting. No, 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 it's not not so much that. It's that freaking everybody knows who Harry Potter is. Oh, like he is. He's this famous. He kid. is a f- famous celebrity kid who is. He's got the lightning bolt on his head. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody loves him. And he hasn't once asked. He hasn't once asked to be like, hey, just treat me like you treat everybody else. No, they just decide to be dicks to him. I don't know. I don't get it. And then like the poorest kid in school is like, hey, let's be friends because I can eat your candy. I think it's hilarious. That's true. I think it's hilarious that in number three, the night bus shows up, right? Yeah. And Harry, Harry Potter is famously lived in the normal world and grew up with no, everybody knows that. Yeah. He's just been out of the magic world. He's like, what is this? And he's like, it's the night bus, you idiot. Like, don't you know? And he's like, no, I don't know. I live in the real world. Why does Harry have to work? Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm done talking. I I can go on forever. Yeah, I was like, here goes. I love those movies. Um, I love how stupid they are. What if we had some dog news? Okay. Tell me your dog news. Welcome back to Dog News. It's your host, Jake News a lot. We have dog news for you today. Going back to Michigan memories. Oh my god, this, it's been so long. This Michigan memory happened today, dude. Oh, today. <laughs> today of recording in Lansing, Michigan. Jeez. There were animal control officers that were called to a house because there were complaints. I'm only sharing this because it's Michigan. I don't usually share sad dogs like if it's a dog that's sad i usually don't share it but gotcha. because michigan i'm sure shout to our michigan homies anyway in lansing michigan there were some people who were complaining about some dogs and they were nasty dude you ready for this can you guess i'm sure you can't no what is it they under they they uncovered a dog fighting ring dude in, michigan. in lansing michigan no and the dogs here, this is the happy news ending for the dogs. They are with Ingham County Animal Control at this very moment. So if you want to go, if you're in Michigan, you're looking for a dog, check out Animal Control. You're, you'll get one that can that that'll fight, that'll fight off predators for you, kind of like the one in the movie that we watched. But uh, dude, dog fighting rings in the capital city of Michigan. That's so Michigan in so many ways. Yeah. Someone, what about you? Uh, t- turn to you, weather boy John. I had some news, but then it got like on my phone, it disappeared. Like that, I, that doesn't make sense. I, I had it saved and then I went to the news like app on my phone and it had moved to something else. I'm like, well, that's lame. Oh, but basically, so you just, shot it? No, after like this woman, it's, it's not, it's really non news. It was like, woman reunited with dog after eight months, but I think she'd just been gone for eight months and then came back to her house and said hi to a dog. Like, I think that's what it was. <laughs> but they caught it on camera. I didn't watch the video because I didn't care that much. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's my dog news. Hmm. All right, well, that, that's good dog news. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Freaking heck, dude. Are you baking something? Smells like... What? Do you smell anything? It smells like updog. <sighs> Never mind. Can you smell it? It smells like cookies. Like cookies of baking. Like sugar cookies. Well, I'm not baking anything. Okay. I, I'm Weird. baking up some updog, though. Stop. Stop what? I hate updog. 
You cannot hate up dog. But I do. Dang it, John. <sighs> we watched a dog movie. Um, a quick introduction to this movie. It has been the most requested one to me personally. When I tell yeah. somebody about the podcast, they always say, hey, you should watch Cujo. And I think it's because they've heard about it and they've never watched it. Yeah. You know, when we first started the podcast, when we were theorizing about it, I said, we could watch Cujo. Like, I, I threw that out as one of the... Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. Do we want to watch a rated R movie for this pretty kid-friendly podcast? I doubt it's kid-friendly. But kid you know friendly. what? You probably just don't even need to watch it. Yeah. It's you, not terrible. I mean, that's what we do. That's we watch spoiler. them so you don't have to. Here's the... the Cinematically, it's, it's for very the 80s, well It's very it's well good. shot. Like, I... But I, I don't watch a lot of horror movies because it's not my genre. And I realized why. I, I, I just can't take them seriously. <laughs> I cannot. I'm like rooting for the dog the whole time. Yeah, I noticed that. You're like, get him, Cujo. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want the kid to die. I'm like, come on, dude. Get, come that was my on. biggest fear. I didn't care who else died. Yeah, that kid was just precious. You there were was, like, there were a lot I of hate them. kid actors, but I honestly thought... Well, at first, from the get go, I'm like, this is a pretty realistic kid. I felt yeah, I, annoying, I, like kids are in real life. I suppose there, there just was a part where you, he, you can tell he's like, I don't know, he's he couldn't read. He's too young to read. I read that in the fun facts, but Ooh. he 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 really flipped flipped around for me and turned out. I don't know how they like got the kid to cry. I, it was too real. I was like, this is too real. The the like just the the way the kid was crying. He sold it for me. He's he's the real hero. That seems like something they'd actually do. Like like, th- there's a part where they're so real quick. Cujo is about a dog, a Saint Bernard, a Saint Bernard who was chasing a rabbit in the field and then picked its head into a hole that happened to have a lot of bats and one of the bats bit Cujo, and it, I guess turns into some sort of a vampire, a vampire dog, like rabies ridden. Maybe it is just rabies, freaky dog, dude. If, I'm gonna look up a, the. I'll look up the Wikipedia synopsis of the book just to see. If okay, let's is. see that. Um, so Cujo's just out here by this farm. He has a f- family. There's a mother, father, son. Across town, we got our main characters whose names I can't are remember. irrelevant. Tad is the kid's name. Tad is a six-year-old kid, and there's a dad. Oh, it's just about a rabid St. Bernard. Okay. There's nothing. Well, it won the British Fantasy Award. Keep going. Sorry. Anyway, the you got the six-year-old kid with the mom and the dad. The mom, she's out like boinking some dude who fixes their furniture, though. Yep, she's cheating. And she finally was like, "I've had enough." When once the husband's like, she, she 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 says to him, "You're really great with the kid," and he's like, "Yeah, but am I good with you?" And she's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> And in his brain, he was like, you hesitated, though. And then uh, later, the beans are spilled, blah, blah. It's kind of dramatic, but we cut You'd back to the You'd think it was dog. like a family, like a marriage drama. A yeah. Fa- a marriage story. You'd think it was like a marriage story, but the way the camera is angled in the room is It's like, always like kind of creepy. It's like, a, oh, no, it's dark. What's in the closet? Yeah, there's a lot... And just knowing the things Stephen King does, it's always like a girl gets psychological powers and kills everyone who bullies her. Or it's like a car gets possessed by a ghost and kills people. Or there's a clown that's killing people. Or you bury your pets and they come back alive as zombies. 
and I, I'm like, what's the, what's the fantastical twist here? But nothing really. It, I'm like, is the dog going to be in his closet somehow through teleportation powers? Yeah. I kept thinking, I kept expecting real weird stuff like that. But it just was just a dog with rabies. A freaky dog, man. It just had blood and like gross I, eye boogers. I'm not kidding. Google just Cujo. It's pretty creepy. I would. Well, like if I was walking down the street and I saw a dog look like Cujo, I would probably poop my pants. Yeah, no, it's, and then I would use that and as a like a like a stop. stop. <laughs> I don't know. I just would. I don't know what to do. If if a freaking Cujo was jumping at you, I would I would behave exactly like everybody else did in this movie. Just lay there and let the dog eat me. <laughs> I don't know. It really plays to my fear of dogs. I mean, yeah. It's pretty good. That's I mean, gross. It's drool. like, I don't even want to touch it. Here's the thing. There's, that's it. That's it. And it just gets you, everywhere. You the look blood and the mud get all it's over bloody, everything. It's bloody. It's slobbery. And it's like, if when you've, if you've been like around like a, uh, gosh, a St. Bernard, they just drool all over the place. That's true. I've and if they're movie. cute and fluffy and just cute and fluffy, that's okay, I guess. But if you get one that's dirty... It looks like the scariest thing you'd ever see. This dog didn't even have a barrel around its neck, which is disappointing whenever I see a St. Bernard. Yeah. No, I don't... I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. But, it's just weird how... Because the, the farm Kuja lives on, the family that are having marital issues, their car gets fixed there. And it yeah. never really gets fixed. Well, because... Cujo destroys the car. Yeah. He like shatters one of the windows. He breaks off the handles. But so ha- he like headbutts the door. She she brings the car to. She brings the kid yeah. and the car. To, yeah, yeah. Isn't day camp happening so, at that place? So yeah, no. Like, let, let's let's set the scene real quick. Yeah. Camp's like somewhere else in town. Okay. Okay. So the beans were spilled from their from the affair, and their car was already having problems. Earlier, he was taking the car to a shop in town, and the mailman was there and was like. You really want to get your car fixed, take it to old man Johnson's place down to the end of the thing. It's six miles down. You're going to see a stop sign, drive up the road. And he's like, hey, thanks, Mr. Mailman boy. And so he takes his car there and he fixes it. And then his other car has problems. So when the affair happens, not to to mention he he goes out of town because his cereal company is having some problems. But he does advertising for a cereal company. But the cereal company anyway. causes like in internal hemorrhaging. Internal hemorrhaging in which kid like. children where they pee red. Yeah, just like <laughs> it's really weird. I guess that's a thing. It's that's like, a fantastical I mean, thing, if man. You eat Captain Crunch or Frosted Flakes. It's you're not far off, you know. Yeah, you, you never really know. lacerates your gums. You never know. And so <laughs> he, as he's leaving, like he like looks, he's like loving and saying goodbye to the sun, and then looks at her, is like. Just so you know, I forgot to get the alternator fixed. And she's like, I'll, I'll take care of it. I just had an alternator fixed. That's what's fun. And so he, she drives the kid to the th- to the place. In the meantime... The dog kills everyone at the farm. Well, not exactly, see? Because the farm owner's wife... And kid. And kid. They won the lottery. And so she's like, I'm leaving your sorry butt. And bailed. But she didn't really tell but him. she makes it seem like, I'm just going to visit my yeah, sister. But she packs everything up and bails. And uh, he's got a dirty friend, and that's Cujo's first kill. Just kills this guy, mm-hmm. and then kills the owner, and then... It makes its way back to the farm, and then, what's up? Who's at the farm? Literally nobody except the mom and the son. 
and it's pretty horrific. I just, just drive away though. Just, well, there's a point where she gets the car started and then she stops to say, F you dog. And then, <laughs> and then just the car dies again. Yeah. And I'm like, like, if you hadn't stopped to just say F you dog. Sweet line, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, sweet line. When that happened to turn to John, I was like, that's how you feel about this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sadie's like, or no. Was it Sadie that said that's what John will say at the end of the podcast? No, I, I said that's what you'll say at the end of the podcast. Yeah, you don't, John. That was pretty good. I was joking that I wanted to mark this episode as explicit. Just we're not gonna just because swear. we're not gonna swear. If you got this far thinking we're going to, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah. Wow. Um. So she's stranded there, and husband's out out of town. He said he's been gone for ten days. Okay. And he wakes up middle of the night. He's like, I got to go back. He kind of thinks she's probably having an affair again, though. Still. Yeah. So he's like, I want to go catch him in the act. I don't know. But the, the, guy, the guy comes back and like ransacks the house for no reason. Yeah. Just to kind of be a meaner head. Um, I guess it just throws them off the trail a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of just her with the son in the car and the dog's just harassing them the dog's just harassing them and they're out of they're running out of water mm-hmm. and the kid is having breathing problems out of nowhere yeah I don't think it was mentioned at all that he had like asthma or something and then the I guess he was getting dehydrated when uh, so there's a lot of just that and then the husband gets home from the business trip sees the house is ransacked calls the police Tells the police of everything. The and car. They and one of them is the like, car. we'll go see if the car is still getting worked on. Cop gets murdered by the dog. Cop gets murdered by the dog. And it's like. Drops his gun. And I'm like, check off. Literally, gun. just just put your arm out there and just let the dog gnaw on your arm while you shoot in the face. And you get rabies. But then I guess there is a cure. You get shots in your Wasn't stomach. Wasn't there like a vaccine for rabies or no, something? Yeah. Or you a... get shots in your stomach, though. When was the cure for rabies found? Yeah. Um, when Michael Scott did his fun run? It was. And here's the thing. This movie was recorded in 83, right? The cure wasn't out until the 6th of July, 1885. So there wasn't even a cure for rabies oh, wow. yet. Yeah. That's crazy. I got to ask my parents what it was like growing up with, with rabies. The fear of every, rabies. Every two seconds. Wow. I mean, I had to grow up with the fear of... Uh, Freaking swine flu. <laughs> no, no, no. Quicksand. Quicksand scared the crap out of me until I was yeah. in like junior high. Dang. Yeah. Sometimes it still does. If I see like mud and I'm walking like on a trail and it's just like really muddy, I'm like, I don't know if I can walk into that. What if I fall all the way down? You can thank Princess Bride for that and like every other cartoon. Yeah. Freaking heck. Um, quicksand Cujo and they just it's she she keeps trying to grab a bat and there's a point where her son like like dies almost he's like like passed out he's like passed out but he's like he's so dehydrated he's barely alive so she's like I'm getting that bat and I'm gonna kill the dog and she breaks the bat and then shanks the dog and I was like oh it's like he's a vampire she broke the bat on the dog's face yeah and then she fell down and was holding the the shank of the wooden stake and then the dog jumped on her seemingly ending the problem but then she revives her son and the dog bursts through and then but she's got the gun now and shoots the dog 
mm-hmm. like I said, it, I, I I would have been it would have been more interesting if there was some supernatural. Like I I kept wanting that to happen. If like when she shoots the dog, like this spirit comes out, you freed me, <laughs> no. and like Ben Stiller's mermaids away. <laughs> no, just like <laughs> I don't know, just more like the dog has like some demonic powers or something, and he's doing like lights are flickering and he's like levitating things that's what i wanted what if the people that the dog bit like when it killed them like they they turn into like some weird zombie dog things no i see because that's the end of hunger games and that's why i hated it in the book and then they fixed it in the movie okay (laughs) sorry just just really bringing it back anyways um yeah i don't know just more like supernatural stuff would have been cool if he like just can't die, like the shot, like the dog shoots beams out of its hand, like <laughs> no. a, the, like the beast when it's getting cured at the end of being the beast, it was like pew, 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 pew. no, but they like harm like a s- s- cyclops's uh, lasers. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying more supernaturally stuff. If it like just the more damage he took the more creepy and crazy he looked to oh. the point where it's like like he's got like a bone jutting out of his shoulder or he just looks like or maybe like some black clouds around him of like dark magic or something i'm thinking like more mad like if he got turned into a dog because he like found some like magical like so shaggy that's... dog meets Cujo. yeah but he's not a human he just is like i don't know because stephen king's all about like he like all of his books are connected and there's like the dark towers in the middle of everything that's a book and yeah. whatever and I just wanted like I wanted like him to stumble upon a shrine that gives the dog demon powers so he turns into like a demon dog in his eyes I thought his eyes would be like glowing red by the end of the movie and yeah. he'd have like some demon powers but I kinda, he just looks like a rabid dog I'm glad it didn't end up like that I kind of wanted it to that would have been more ridiculous <sighs> that would have been more ridiculous is that what you said dog <sighs> No. Okay. Dude, I'm just checking. Man, Cujo, though. Why? 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 Listeners, why? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not you, listeners. It's the people who don't listen to this that referred this to, that made us watch this. Why movie. did they? Like, what? Like, I think it's just something that they know. It's like, a twist on the dog thing. They just. It's not really even a dog movie. It's about humans that a dog terrorizes at the end. But we, we've come to the conclusion many a time that the best dog movies aren't really about the dog. That's true. Because when they're about the dog, that's when we're about. So, like, we can't relate to a dog. And then when they try to make the dog relatable, well, they make it even Isle worse. Of dogs. What? Isle of Dogs. That's pretty good. You can't relate to the dogs, actually. Oh, gosh. They do pretty good in that. Yeah, of course they do. You can thank Bill Murray for that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, was this a good movie or is that why people refer to this? I'll give Absolutely it a hot, not. I'll give it a hot dog as far as the movies we've seen. This was one of the more entertaining ones I'd seen. Would you watch it again? <sighs> uh, not really. So you're, gonna, you're still going to give it a hot dog after you realize that? There's plenty of hot dogs I've given that I wouldn't watch again. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, way to just uh, poop on my day. I'm just kidding. No, I, I was thinking about that. And there's a part, uh, there is a part where I was like, I think this is a hot dog. But it's a, it's a scary dog. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a hot dog. 
I'm not going to give this a dog on it. Yeah. Because, like I said, I was cinematically, it was great. I was entertained, but the payoff, Probably, like I said, I was for waiting for that, that like where things go nuts, where yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this is just the tip of some weird cosmic iceberg. I, I kind of like an episode of regular show where it's just yeah. like, toward the end, you're like, how in the world did it come to this? Yeah. And I'm so glad it's here and I'm That's like, I'm I here wanted. for the ride. I wanted like portals or some, just some weird Stephen King like turtle, the world's on the mm-hmm. back of a turtle or something. I read a fun fact that Stephen King has absolutely no recollection of writing this because he was so deep into his alcohol addiction at the time. Wow. That he just forgot that he wrote Cujo. Sure. The only thing According knew, to the Stephen King thing. What I knew about Cujo was, so the epic rap battle of history, but it's Edgar Allan Poe versus Stephen King. I read yeah. that whole thing memorized because I, I like it a lot. Okay. But he mentions Cujo in the rap and I'm like, what? He mentions like a lot of his writing in the rap. Oh, okay. But he talks about Cujo. Not bad. Yep. And then he says there's a rhyme where he's like, I can even take a break from my routine style, crank out a Shawshank or a Green Mile, because Stephen King wrote Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile. Oh. Just prison movies. Yeah. Just like has nothing to do with horror or weird, like, like cosmic stuff. No clowns. It's just prison. Well, prison also sucks. Maybe it's its own version of horror. Don't go to prison, kids. It is the real horror, horror. Um, man, what a movie. Hot Dog, like I said, shot beautifully. What I didn't like about this was that I felt... Here's why... Here's why... Here's why my crap part of the crap sandwich. Okay. I do not like the horror genre because I find myself rooting for the wrong scene. Team. Okay. And I can't take it seriously. Humans are always unlikable. Yeah. And it's like... It's not that I couldn't take it seriously because it wasn't, like, real to me. This was probably one of the more real dog movie actors they've ever done. It was so good. Like, the dog effects. Yeah, I couldn't have told. I It just looked like a real dog the whole time. Yeah, like, I was reading the thing that used they used five St. Bernards, one mechanical dog head, and one person in a dog suit. Dang. And there's a couple scenes where I was like, this has got to be the dog suit guy. Most of, like, when the dog's half in the car. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a dog suit guy. Everything else is a dog. But, like, I don't know what it is. I just couldn't put myself in the situation of a rabid dog, like, headbutting my car. Yeah. Well, that's the supernatural. It's kind of like Jaws. I'd say it's along the lines of, if you're like, how horror movie is this? I'd say it's probably like Jaws. Like, I'd put it in that camp. Jaws is probably a better, has better human characters and a better story, though. Yeah. Jaws is also PG. This movie... It's rated R because of the F words. Because of two, three F words. There's three? Two. I think there's only two. I heard two. I heard two. IMDb said there were three. Oh. I don't know where the third one was. Either way. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily even recommend this to anyone. I just didn't hate it. Yeah. It's a two out of three. A two out of three? Yeah. Oh, there's a, for some reason I registered two out of five. Anyway... Thanks for making us watch Cujo, episode 50. Um, give it a give it a look. Just give it a... Don't don't give it a look. I mean, now that you've listened to the podcast, you don't have to watch the movie. Yeah. If you made it this far. If you're looking for some weird Stephen King stuff, this is... I don't think it's indicative of his work. Of weird cosmic things. So is he... Is he always like... I Not guess? always. Shawshank. <laughs> uh, you just... Green Mile. You just mentioned that. Right, I think he's done it. some murder mystery stuff. 
murder mysteries. But I think a lot of it is weird psychological fantasy horror is what he does. Let's see here. I was, there was a fun fact I wanted to share that I thought was pretty fun about this movie. Um, well, I guess I couldn't find it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, the, the main actress of the film. She... My water bottle. The main actress of the film, after filming, said that she never wants to see... Uh, the model of the car that they filmed in ever again for the rest of her life. Yeah, I bet that would suck. Yeah. Go to work for hours a day to just sit in a car car and pretend to be like you hate it. There's just like gross muddy blood splattered on the window. She's like rolling the window up. I'm like, just drive away. But at the time I didn't know that the car wouldn't start. Oh, that's funny because I I thought you were just being like annoying to be no. annoying because I knew the car couldn't start anymore that's why I missed that part yeah okay that makes more sense like, now just drive away you saying, just drive the car just drive and I was like John they can't drive the car dude that's funny the other doors just open and I'm like close the door yeah sometimes I find myself saying that during random movies like random movie was like oh no like watch out like he's coming for you they can't hear me nobody can <sighs> yep. Um, Couch as a canine critique.com. Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you to Elijah David Webb for the themes. Check out John's new blog, marathonofjohn.wordpress.com. If you want to. I just wrote a new poem today that's pretty interesting. Can I read it? I didn't put it on there. I'm not going to read it here either. Dang it. I'll read it to you after. What? You're going to read me a poem? Yeah. That's romantic. It's about you. Just kidding. Bolshevik. <laughs> explicit tag. Oh, there's the explicitness. Um, what, John, would you do the honors? You make it make it sound good. Last week, stop yawning for crying out loud. Last week, it was so <sighs> somber. It was annoyed. It's episode 50. Episode 50. Here it is. Should I get you a drum roll? No. Because we're done. Catch Catch you in Gosh. You made it so difficult. This is the worst episode. And it's number 50. Stop. Just say the thing. Catch you in the doghouse next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah.